Spending time, you ain't gotta spend the time. Long as we're in rhythm, you don't care about the run. When it's slow flame, you want me to heat it up. That is Sir Mood off his uh 2019 album Chasing Summer. How's everybody doing this evening? My name is Joe Diaz, and this is an unaccompanied adult. How's everybody doing? I hope everybody's keeping warm. We had another uh, another winter blast. It's cold as hell today. But uh, I hope everybody's keeping warm. Hope everybody's mental health is out there uh, at 100%. Not, you know, don't worry. We're all in the same boat. That was like the, the, the first episode. Um, I think I got a little too deep pause uh, with uh, the mental health talk. But, um, you know. It's something is one of those things that um, I guess it was uh, on my mind. And I guess I needed to get that off off my chest. You know, like I said, therapy is very expensive. And, you know, once you put a microphone in front of somebody, it, it automatically turns into a therapy session. So how's everybody doing? Um, yeah, man. Episode two. Episode two is, uh, you know, is here, is here. Um, just trying to, you know, I'm, I'm working out the kinks, uh, you know, at my sound machine again. Thank you, thank you. Again, I need this in life. Again, I need this in life. I, I just need, you know, I need the, I guess the, uh, the, the theatrics of having a sound machine in life, especially when when I'm when I'm talking and you know in, in public and just talking to friends or coworkers and everything. So um, I guess uh, today I'm I'm gonna keep it light. I'm gonna keep it light today. Um, with uh, the subject, the subject matter. Like I said, you know, the first one was about mental health, and I always wanted to talk about mental health. I always, I always do talk about mental health because it's a very uh, important subject uh, to me. So, you know, I got a lot of uh, damn nigga, you're a downer texts and messages from people. So, hey, you know, if you like, if you thought that was gonna be a downer, 
Wait, so this one. This one's to be fucking. It's going to be uh, a, a doozy, as they say in the business. So, um. Let's talk. Let's talk about dating. Let's talk about dating, everybody. Let's talk about uh, as an adult, and like, let's not confuse dating in your twenties, in your early twenties, with what's going on now. Most of us have been in relationships, long-term relationships. Some of us marriages. Uh, some of us have uh, kids out of said relationships. And I want to. I want to preface this i want to let let me begin this episode with i'm not a relationship expert i'm not i am not a relationship expert uh i've been single for four years four years which it might be news to my ex because we only broke up three years ago <laughs> you see i need this i need the sound machine it was a joke it was a joke i've been i've been single for yeah, just in case she's listening. I hope you no. Know, I hope she is. I hope she isn't. Whatever. Um, but yeah, it's. It, I've been trying to meet new people. I've been trying to meet new people. Um, in public, in person, like approaching people. Uh, in public. Dating apps, dating sites have been have become a thing. Like. Meeting meeting people the old-fashioned way is hard these days. Like approaching a person in public makes you it makes you look like a pervert. Like, hey, you know, what's your name and the number? And and by the way, you walk into your car alone later? All right, let me know. It feels like I should be part of some registry when I do that. Yeah, if if, it's, if something feels off about it. Like, you know, I'm a bit standoffish, especially with the pandemic. You know, it's hard. You know, the person has their mask on. You got to wonder if they're vaccinated, unvaccinated. Uh, do they wash their hands thoroughly? You know, these are things that we have to deal with in 2022. And um, like and you know, like I said, online dating and the pandemic made it made approaching people in public very, very hard. It's like trying to feed squirrels in the park. You ever try that? You ever try to like give like seeds to a squirrel you know they, they run off and i don't get it i don't get it because i watch tiktok i watch tiktok videos yeah i'm a grown-ass man and i have tiktok deal with it but like you see people on tiktok with pet squirrels how how do you do this how do you do it it's it's hard it's hard enough to have a cat in your house or a dog you have a squirrel some people have raccoons i saw a person with a sea otter an otter as a pet where do you live how do you get a sea otter to trust you enough to to leave the ocean and come to your house anyway i'm off on the tangent um but like that might be in a later episode of how to get wild animals like a fox to, to trust you enough to to let you take it home but today we're talking about dating. Like the the like the world that we live in now. Online dating is the new norm. Like, you know, you swipe left, you swipe right. You have Tinder, you have uh, Bumble, 
you have hinge you have all this stuff like even facebook facebook uh has a dating site which is insane because i saw a couple of girls i was talking to still on there i'm like yo that's kind of weird but it is what it is like it's it's kind of weird that we 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 choose dates the same way that we choose what to get on Uber Eats. Like it's it's something off about it. It's really something off about it. Like, you know, I think I'm in a mood for a blonde with daddy issues tonight. I had tacos last night. Like it's I don't know. It's but you know, that's uh the future that we that we uh live in now. And plus, like most people lie on their date on their dating sites. I know I do. Like I put like uh I like to hike and I'm outdoorsy. The rest I just copy and paste from my LinkedIn page. Like, look, either we're gonna date or you're gonna hire me as a project manager. I am qualified for both. I am. Either I can take you out to a very nice dinner and show you a good time, or I can run your team very efficiently. Um, and women, women get creative on their, on their dating sites, on their, on their dating profiles. They get very creative. Like, I catch flights, not feelings. And if you like a girl with personality, lucky you, because I have multiple. Like it's, you know, they, they, they put, they put, they, they like to jazz it up a little bit. The sad part is that we can't be completely honest on, on these sites. We can't. Yeah. Like we have to hide the shit that's really wrong with us. We're like, we're like used car salesmen. All of us, all of us on dating sites, we're all like used car salesmen. Like we're like, we're just trying to sell a 98 Civic. Like it's fresh off the lot. Like, you know, the best you can hope for is like certified pre-owned. That's what we are. Dating in your 30s, dating in your 30s, you're not getting, you're not getting the car of the year. You're not. You're getting certified pre-owned. Like the, there's a lot of miles on this one, but the exterior has a few a few scrapes and it gets you from A to B. Just, you're gonna you're gonna hear me use a lot of a lot of uh, analogies as we go forward. Uh, that's kind of my thing. So, um, yeah, so like we're all like, it's just, you know, we're all just lying. We're all not lying. Let me, let me uh, walk that back. We're not lying. We're, we're just hiding who we, who we really are in order to get our foot in the door. Um, like dating and relationships don't work these days because because we all feel, all of us, especially this generation, we all feel like there's a better option. Like there's like, like there's a, a better, the grass is greener, as they say. Like we always think the grass is greener. The grass is always isn't always greener. Sometimes it's fake. Sometimes it's astral turf. And it looks green, but it's fake. Like if you go if you go on a few dates, you get a weird vibe. You cut them off. Because dating apps made it way too easy to find another potential candidate. Like there's always somebody waiting in line, somebody waiting in, in the wing uh, to see if they get the shot. It's like applying for a job. 
Like we're all we're all looking for the best candidate. And that that word candidate is a very apt description because we're all applying. We're all applying for a position. That's why like um, first dates, first dates are scary because that nervous energy that you have on a first date is the same energy that you have like on the first job interview. The same questions get asked in both both situations. Like, where do you see yourself in five years? Are you willing to undergo a drug test? Do you have a valid driver's license? Like, I got here on time. What did, mind your business. Mind your business if I got a valid driver's license or not. Like, are you going to do a background check on me? I, I, I went on a date with a cop, and yes, she did a background check on me. And apparently, I have a warrant in Maryland, uh, unrelated drugs. So, <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking, of course. I am joking. I have no outstanding warrants. I have no outstanding warrants just in case the law uh, or my next girlfriend is listening. Oh, man. And it's, you know, we're all looking for the best candidate. So we, you know, we, we finally meet somebody and we start talking to them. And what we don't know is like, for example, for guys, you have to understand that if you meet a single girl, that you're competing with at least, at the very least, two other guys that they're interviewing. And ladies, also understand that when you meet a single guy, a single guy, that you're competing with at least five other girls. Like they're just sending mass group texts in the morning, like good morning, beautiful, to like five different chicks, including yourself. That's why I say like dating is a job interview. Some people don't even get that second call back. Like, I'm sorry, we decided to go in a different direction. My favorite uh, comedian, Patrice O'Neill, may you rest in peace. He said it best. That's why it's important to keep your HR department open. Just in case something falls through. Just in case, you know, if this one acted up or you, like I said, you get a weird vibe from this person. Hey, you know, I got somebody's resume right here. You know, know, she was working in uh, the mailroom third shift. Now I think it's time. I think it's time for her to move to the first shift. Also, um, we expect a lot, a lot from people that we see as the best candidate, especially in relationships. Like guys, uh, you know, we expect a girl to be a, a porn star, a tax consultant or chef all rolled into one package with nice eyebrows and a fat ass. And like some ladies, some, not all, some ladies expect the guy to be financially well off and with time on his hands to go on windy walks in the meadow. Like if he's a successful person, any successful person doesn't have time on their hands. You know, you know that's just one of those little side notes. That, you know, you have to find somebody that's as busy as you are. You can't be ultra busy in your life. You know, like I said, some of us are in our 30s. In our late 30s, sometimes we have kids, we have responsibilities, we have jobs that that um, require a lot of time from us. So we have to find somebody that has a comparable schedule to us because, you know, 
uh, quick story. A couple of years ago, I was dating a, a, a lady who she was retired early. For whatever reason, she was retired. She was in her mid-40s. So she was retired. So that means she had a lot of time on her hands. Me, I'm not retired. I am not retired. So I'm always at work. I work a lot. So what would end up happening is she would just call me on every break and on every lunch that I took. So we can talk and don't get me wrong. If I like you, I will make time. But I can't make all the time. I can't. It's, it's impossible. It's impossible for me to keep up with my work schedule and then my personal life, with, which involves my kids. Um, and then keep up with you who has so much time on your hands. Like it's too much time. You have too much time on your hands. You need a hobby. You might have to be Batman just to fill up your time. Go fight crime because I'm busy at work. Then when you're done cape crusading, then we can talk because I'm off. And I'm, you know, we can we can chill. We can have we can hang out. It's, you know, like I said, always find somebody that's or try to find somebody that is 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 as busy as you. If you like to take vacations, maybe you might have to find a guy that has enough time to take you on vacation every three months if that's what you need. You know, me personally, I haven't taken a vacation in close to four years. And I would like to, but I'm always busy. I'm a busy guy. Um. Now I'm starting this podcast, which, I, you know, I'm trying to fill up some time at night when I'm single. I'm also single. Um, but whoever I find will have to understand, hey, I work from this time to this time. And I'm working on a podcast from on this day, from this time to this time. So, you know, let's not try to make plans on those days. Which, which I guess... It makes the the time that you spend together better because, you know, uh, what do do they say? Absence makes the heart grow fonder. Let me miss you. Let me miss you. Let me be busy all day. So that way, at the end of my day and at the end of your day, when we see each other, it's all love. It's all quality time. I put my phone away. I put my laptop away. You put your stuff away. And then we, 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 are present with each other at that moment. But when we're apart, I'm busy. You know, I don't have every weekend to myself. I have my kids. Like I said, you don't have every weekend to yourself. You have your kids. It's, it's, it's it, I, I think it's one of those good compromises that people should do or should find in another person. Like if you have kids, you can't date a person that doesn't have kids because they don't understand. They don't understand like, yo, when I'm with them, I'm with them. When I'm with you, I'm with you. But, you know, they, they see it as a slight. 
again, I dated. I date a lot. I have more first dates in the calendar. So I, I once dated this, uh, this female a couple of years back who didn't understand that, hey, when, when I'm with my kids, I can't talk to you. I can text. I can't talk to you on the phone all crazy because I'm with them. I have to spend time with them. I have to give my attention to them. If I'm cooking for them or I'm at the movies with them or I'm out and about or if I'm just chilling, watching TV with them, I'm with them. She didn't understand that because she didn't have young kids. She had grown kids. Like uh, I think her, well, without getting into detail, but she had a, a child who was damn near, damn near an adult. Like they're in, they're in their late teens. So, you know, it's, you have to find uh, that, that middle ground with somebody. And if that person doesn't understand where you're coming from, then you're never going to find that middle ground. You're never. It sounds like I'm an, an expert in this, but I'm not. Believe me, I'm not. Also, like we, we, we look for too many things in a potential partner. And by that, I, I, I think that we get disappointed when they don't have everything that we're looking for. Like you ever watch uh, House Hunters? You watch House Hunters and you want a spacious, open concept with three bedrooms and a finished basement. But sometimes you have to buy that fixer upper with potential. People want move-in ready relationships. Like, no, bitch, you might have to knock down a wall or two just to get what you really want. It costs. It takes time. But in today's world of swipe left or swipe right, we can't approach shit with expectations of getting what you want right then and there. And I hear you. And I hear you. I can hear you to the, to the fucking my headphones. I can hear you out there. But why can't I have everything exactly the way that I want it? And my answer is, yeah, you can. At a buffet, not in life. Like, people are so eager to find the one that they start overlooking red flags. Then when those red flags start adding up, you bail and now you've wasted your time. You have to stop looking for the one with every fucking relationship. You're setting yourself up for failure. You know what it's like? It's like, um, it's like looking for a lost remote. You ever lose a remote and think you know exactly where it is? And when it's not there, you get frustrated and start getting impatient. And you give up for a while. And then when you're not looking for it, you finally find it out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Like it was under, it was like in the fridge or some stupid shit like that. And you get happy as hell. Like, how, bitch, I found you. People today are looking for a lost remote in relationships and get frustrated when they don't, when they don't find it. And I, and, I, and I don't blame you for wanting what you want in a partner. But sometimes people expect superhuman shit. Like the guy has to be tatted, bearded, sensitive, gangster. Like there's a hardcore nigga out there just drinking tea and writing poems. Me, I am the exception to the rule because I am currently drinking tea right now. But yeah, you know, we're expecting too much from each other. We expect too much. And I think that's um, that's unfair to whoever we're seeing, because you know, you know, we're being put on a, a pedestal, or we're putting the person on a pedestal that they can't 
live up to because the shit's fucking superhuman. It's unnatural to be all that together. You know, it's funny. Another thing that I've noticed, uh, like in my dating life, is um, I've never heard more about my zodiac sign and my moon being in Gatorade uh, until I started dating. Like, apparently, my son in the seventh house determines whether or not I'm going to be a compatible mate. Like, the month the month I was born or the time or day I was conceived doesn't affect if I'm an asshole or not. I'm an asshole because my mom said I could be anything that I ever wanted to be when I grew up. So, here I am. And uh, another, like, like, spiritual women. And I love you. I love all of you. But spiritual women are some of the most toxic people I've ever, I've ever met. Like, don't blame your bipolar disorder and you being a Libra. You're putting too much, too much credence into to the stars. And you're not holding yourself accountable for your attitudes. Like, don't mind me. That's just my water sign clashing with your fire sign. No. Be an adult and own your toxic ass traits. Leave Walter Mercado out of this. You know, your stars have nothing to do with why you're acting up right now. I'm going to keep it a being with you. I'm going to keep it a hundred with you. If some of you burn sage to take away bad vibes, you would disappear into thin air. Yeah, I'm saying you're the bad vibe. I'm not saying us guys don't create toxic women with the shit that we do. But at least we're honest with, with why we did it. We're assholes. We're all assholes. You blame the moon cycle. Well, well, if you're blaming the moon, talk to me in the morning because you're a headache. That's it's just that's just the way it is, man. Like, you know, it's is dating. Dating today is 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 weird. It's a weird uh thing. Like with with these toxic ass women. The messed up thing is, is that like toxic women are my type. Like you argumentative females getting going. I'm telling you. It's like that. It's like living with a rescued, abused pit bull. Like you growl and you show your teeth, but I'm still going to try to pet you and put a sweater on you. The danger is exciting. And ladies, don't act slick. You like us toxic niggas too. Some chick once told me she loves arguing with her man because the makeup sex is bananas. Like, yo, there's healthier ways to have amazing sex, but you thrive off turbulence. So you look for guys that are a little off, but with their shit together. And that's what I'm talking about. That's exactly what I'm talking about. You're asking for too much. That's why some of you are single now. Some of us are single now. If you look for somebody that's toxic, you have to accept everything that comes with it. Sometimes they're emotionally unavailable. Sometimes you argue too much. Maybe they're too possessive or they're jealous as hell. You can't have the Zen master who fucks like Tommy and Belly. Good sex comes from people who have baggage. It's just science. I'm telling you. So, like, that's. That's pretty much what it is. Like dating now is is weird. Um, we're we're all looking for our one, and 
by all means, find it. But stop putting all your shit. Stop putting your wish list. This is not an Amazon wish list. You have to start making cuts. You have to start editing the stuff that you want. And in a later episode, we're gonna we're gonna weigh our wants and our needs. What do you need? Not what do you want. What do you need? And your in your partner, the person that you're gonna spend the rest of your life with, or in a long term relationship with. What do you need? Not what do you want? Because your wants are unrealistic, and it's weird that we 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 approach dating with finding our forever person like it's fucking adoption papers no it's you know it's trial and error and you get frustrated and i get it we're all at the age where well you know it's you know i'm not getting any younger and blah blah blah. but yo sometimes you have to you have to compromise just a little bit and just and go with the flow and just go with it. Let it happen. Stop trying to force it. Somebody said, uh, if you, uh, relationships are like farts. Uh, if you have to force it, it's probably shit. So, uh, with that, on that note, on that fucking high class note, uh, this has been an unaccompanied adult with Joe Diaz. Episode two in the can, man. Let's hear it, everybody. Be blessed out there. See you in episode three.